people, welcome back to Ice Cream Social. I'm Imani, and you can listen to our song of the week, Penthouse Cloud by the Internet. And today I have my guests, Janae and Jada. Say hey. Hey, guys. Hi, everybody. Here he is. So that's Jada. I'm, I'm Janae. That's Janae. And Jada's been on the podcast a couple times before for the Me and My Brother episode, and then, what was it, my, White Girls and Microaggressions episode, which is actually mm. my third most popular episode. I think it's because the white girls just want to see themselves in the media. You know, they just like, <laughs> they like, oh, that's You're for me. For I'm the white girl. No, I'm serious. Yeah, don't you, think, don't you yeah. think so? They said white girl. We said, who? Us? <laughs> me? 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 Yes. Something I can listen to? Yes. Friend, they wanted that. But anyway, so, and then Janae is my lifestyle friend, and like I said, we was just, I literally called Janae a lifestyle coach a second ago on accident. Guys, I'm not a lifestyle coach. She's not really kind a lifestyle coach. I, I was about to of. say, you influence a lot of people. Me and Elena was talking to her. I wanted yeah. to tell you this. Yeah. We was talking, I was like, she was like, oh, it's like, it's going to be hard to get Janae a gift because she, want, she wants for nothing. And I was like, yeah, anything she wants, she gets. But you also don't over have. You don't hoard. You don't have a bunch of stuff, but you have everything you want. You you buy it slow. You consume in a normal way. You don't have to thrift every, like, it's just, it's such a conscious consumerism. And it's like a really nice way to influence people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's actually very nice to hear, though, because, yeah. no, I used to over consume really right, bad. But you should see my childhood. Really? Guys, oh, bad. yeah. That blue room? Yeah. <laughs> Why you know it's blue? You never even been in it. I've been seeing I keeps up on you. What was you finna say, Jada? Sorry. I was gonna say that you definitely have a way of influencing the people around you. Even, like, even like you. I, you saw. I told you I got the Owala because like, you had it on you. Every lots of time. things are happening. Yeah, it's such I a might good get the bagu. Like, the bagu too. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. The bagu is definitely worth that fifty dollar investment. Is it really? Like, it, yes, I can fit my MacBook in it. Oh, and what? It, yes, and I'll be using it as a going out purse because it's so small. And I didn't fancy. know you could fit your MacBook in yes. it. Yes. Okay, maybe not the new one, but like my old one. Okay. I could, like this one. Yeah, because you have an Air, right, or something. No, this is a Pro, oh. bitch. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. You know I love you, I, guys. Bad, I'm only. Guys. I'm only like this with people that I really like you know these are my friends guys you know we're friends for real guys. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can't see it. for real guys. for real guys you guys saw me like verbally abuse my sister on the last episode like yeah. I love her you all I love them too yes. I'm a Sagittarius like, we're Sagittarius we're Sagittarius so me and Janae's birthday is coming up and also okay so right so Janae is a lifestyle person like we get to cut up we get into it and Jada is a nursing major and nursing is her passion her mom is also a nurse like she is nursing is what she's about right like yeah, I can expand on that. Yeah, and you got dedicated more. to the nursing practice in a church. Yeah, so I'm in my third year of nursing school at Loyola. I'm in the Marcella Niehoff School of Nursing. Very close, friend. You're literally like. Yeah, I'm very close. <laughs> you can taste it. Uh, to, yes. Yeah, and so that has its own uh, things. But you're right. I did just get dedicated to the profession, which yes. is a pretty big thing, I would say. Because I would say it too. kind of solidifies for you at that point that, like, oh, wow, my education, like, it, it really means something and it's going to mean something not in five to ten years but in about a year and a half and to other and, people talk about and, how you led as well remember oh yes please. yeah i had the honor it's of true. being on the i'm on the student council oh the my god so for nursing for the, yeah for the <laughs> like for the school of nursing so um i worked with the i collaborated with a bunch of other juniors and like the seniors and my advisor on this so that you know, we had different speaking parts yeah. during the ceremony and like we helped with the procession and planning and like ticketing and programming, all that good yes. stuff. Yes. Yeah, it was it was really it's nice to be involved in right. nursing like Period. in the nursing school as well because it's I don't know, I feel like I learned more that way. Like there's the book learning, there's yeah. the stuff you do in class, but then mm. I don't know, I it helps me with the like the 
person to person yeah mm-hmm. personal stuff that does make sense yeah. that makes perfect sense and so these are the reasons that i bought these two on my show today because this is called the sweet life and we're talking about lifestyle for black women we're talking about the fo- we're, we're afrofuturistic right now we're talking about the future for black women beyond the now okay and that's what my friends do right now you see how we talk about the future we're talking about not only things that have happened but things that will happen because we're hopeful as people and as a friend group we also have my friend mimi who was on a couple weeks ago with my palestinian episode and we're all a little I think I can say this confidently. We're a friend group. Yes. <laughs> we're just a little just friend a little group. Bit, like, you know? We're just a little friend group. And, you know, we have little additions here and there and stuff. But it's like us. And, you know, we be down for each other. And we're really about our lifestyle and having a good life and connecting when we can. And, you know, I wanted to look at you guys' lifestyle. You already told me about what you do typically. I want to know what a good lifestyle looks like for you. If, you. if you had to pick little things that you could do to make your lifestyle better, like what would be one thing you could pick? Okay, so for me, I would say that having a good community is most the most important yeah. thing. Because as an only child, I didn't really have a solid community. Like in high school, I always felt kind of alone. I was well known, and that's cool. I was a popular loner, really. Oh my God, oh. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> oh, guys. All right, let's not even get into that. Yeah, but so maybe a little bit. But, you friend, know? if it's true, it's true. It, it, it is. And I feel that a lot of people didn't realize how much I was struggling because I never really showed it. Yeah. And I didn't feel that I should show it because I was an only child. And mm. I felt like I had to be this kind of perfect person. And you come from but, like an Asian black household where yeah. that's just like influencing you to not talk about your mental health, which is yeah. something you're an advocate for now. Yeah. But now, you know, my family likes talking about it. And so we're. Oh, really? You know, yeah. It's. it's yeah. That changed. That's a difference. It, it is. It definitely when did that cha- change? <laughs> it changed when I went to college, most okay. definitely. They so. saw you doing on Instagram, and it was like, maybe I should walk yeah. in. <laughs> and I've, I've had, well, several uh, occasions happen, too. Like, I had an ex-boyfriend that went through yeah. some mental health problems he as did. well. And so then they felt for me when I went through that. And so then that kind of brought up, like, okay, maybe we should talk about mental health It more. became real. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, Janae's experiencing it, so, like, we should probably all talk about our instances as well. Mm-hmm. I feel that they probably did talk about it within themselves Mm. but just really maybe not so much the kids but and I think because we were young maybe they felt that it wasn't an important thing to talk about or really express but you know once I turned 18 once I went to college it's like okay yeah Yeah, don't now things are starting to get real like she's really experiencing life in a whole new light but um okay so should I go back to the topic of why yes yeah (laughs) let's do it um so I think that community is very important uh, because having good people around you will affect your life in the future because uh, I forgot the saying of, um, you know, rotten apples spread throughout. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So if That's you're true. surrounded by people that are going to influence you in a negative way, you're probably going to have a negative outcome yeah and that's really the it you know Mm -hmm. especially when I I see that so often especially having such a supportive group of women behind me where it's like I'm backed you know like I don't have I love my mom but she can't necessarily financially support me she has people to support that aren't me so you know I'm not really backed by finances and like I'm not really necessarily I have a a nice family members but I'm not necessarily backed by like that family you know Mm -hmm. or that that financial component that you could kind of think like oh you know if nothing else if nothing you know what I mean so like it feels good to be backed by a feminine community right literally right behind me and then Mm -hmm. people right behind y'all you know just helping out so I really see what you're saying it's an audience yeah no doing things alone is not the same as doing things together I feel like when you struggle with a group of people that's how you get bonded even yeah. more deeply. Oh my 
No, I'm joking. Uh, just a but little no, bit. Yeah, it trauma happens. bond is real. Though. It is real. It's real. Yeah. And then know? Jada, for you, like looking at your lifestyle, what would you choose to enrich your life if you could? I mean, Janae has community, period. But mm-hmm. same thing. And I think that we all have community. And totally. Jan- and yeah. Janae makes a great point at mentioning community because it's like when we talk about social determinants of health and yeah. what influences your health like you're literally making me feral like i'm loving you using the vocabulary that's literally why i wanted you to come on because i knew you would say oh something God. like that our nursing friend like, well i don't know guys like let's just put some things no but because you guys are both right and it's when so you true. take notice that's why it's so important to have yeah. the people speak up about the things that they see mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because the things that we see they, they actualize in numbers you know they and actualize see, in numbers you know and how like what percentage of patients you know die from this and right whatnot you're right that if you don't have a good community, if you know one rotten apple infects the whole tree, when we think about the homeless population in Chicago, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If they're in an environment where they feel like you know they might get their medication stolen from them, right. mm-hmm. that probably you know affects the likelihood that they will go out and you know not take care of themselves because yeah. it's yeah. like they they have those worries of like their day to day life. So. Yeah. Um, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, and so I really like. So you think those social those social determinants of health, those like key flag things, you know, environmental components oh, yeah. is what it's, makes it. It's yeah, your environment, your obviously your financial status, mm-hmm. but it's also like you know your social, your emotional. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you know, do you have people like do you have children who take care of you if you're an older adult? Mm-hmm. You know, do you live in a retirement community where it's like if someone doesn't see you for a few days, they would be worried. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That definitely, you know, affects, you know, people's turnout when they have, like, a, you know, uh, let's say you randomly have a heart attack or a stroke. So um, time is of the essence. But when I think about um, some things that I would like to better in my health is definitely my eating habits. Mm. I definitely admire the way that my friend Janae meal prepped. My friend Janae is vegetarian. Yes, I mean, and we always talk about, like, you know, for patients who have hypertension or hyperlipidemia, things that could lead to coronary artery disease Mm -hmm. or, you know, heart problems it's about what you eat and they mm-hmm. suggest the mediterranean diet and a dash diet which is a decrease in sodium um, great don't yeah. flag me for not knowing the exact acronym no that makes my sense. professor hammers it into us and i guys, guys, don't I still show don't this to the professor i still i still don't we know, know the sorry. Dash. i'm sorry dr b I don't. we know the essence of the dash we know enough I'm to communicate it to other people exactly and i can explain it in layman's terms that yeah. it's basically a diet where you're going to decrease your sodium you're not going to have canned foods you're not mm-hmm. going to have packaged foods you're really going to try to prioritize shopping around the perimeter of the grocery store because oh, that's I've where that well. yes. i feel like that's the way you shop i do i see your i see yeah, your fridge and it's so clean exactly. and it always has exactly what you need it's like yeah. a you know how they have bullet wardrobe you have like a bullet fridge like yeah. everything you need and then you yeah. get what you want as you need yeah. like no, i do i definitely shop on the outside um aisles because all the inner ones are the ones that have all the junk food, the sodium the processed foods the canned foods and don't get me wrong, like canned foods and stuff like that, you they're need not it. always bad. Yeah, sometimes because you need sometimes it. out of convenience, you can get canned vegetables and they're yeah. not bad. But you just kind of have to, you know, eat moderately, mm-hmm. like the inside aisles. If you don't have the time to go to the grocery store every week, you're not gonna eat fro- fresh produce. So. Yeah, period. Yeah. It's gonna be unfresh. And growing up, my mom, and this is why I think that, you know, for me, if I had to pick a lifestyle thing that I would think is the best thing, growing up, I lived in a mile from a toxic waste site, a burning garbage site, and an airport. So because I live less than a mile, sometimes I live like, like if you look at it like this, like as far as my house now is from school, that's how far my house now is from like 
the airport where I live. Mm-hmm. It's very close. I live right behind the airport. If you look right. at a map, it's like, it looks like you could just, it's so close. Like, yeah. it, that's so bad for your health. It's no, so bad for asthma. In the air is it's really terrible. Bad. And I really think that it lowered my quality of life because I had to watch the people around me suffer from asthma, heart disease, diabetes, cut to their mm-hmm. feet. Like, I love her. My grandma died at 50. I love, I love her. My grandma died at 57 years old. Okay. That's very young, but it it's is. a normal age for my family to die. Right. I can't have that happen to me. I cannot be like that. Like, and I think it's also interesting that like I don't think that people's majors define who they are, but I think it's a basis of how they view the world forever. Forever. I found out mm-hmm. literally also this weekend that my mom's major in um college for her first uh bachelor's degree was sociology i think she's always looking through the world the sociological perspective and she gave that to me too i do too but now i look at the world through an environmental perspective i'm always thinking about what are the social determinants of health what are the things that are predisposition for people to be xyz or what could xyz and you looking at the way that the world works through systems nursing you looking at the way the world works through literally mental health how can you think about it for yourself and i think you're a psychology major like it's just really cool to see like people's majors come out and like what they say you know what i mean yeah i would agree with that Mm -hmm. now when you were talking about um the environment aspects of you know how your health is i was watching a podcast recently and it was talking about how you know genetics play a big factor in health of course but genetics is like loading the gun but your environment pulls the trigger when it comes to you know death or diabetes and all of that stuff because yeah it boils down to how you treat your body but it also determines you know your future and how you're going to go about your genetics Mm -hmm. and so it's like a baseboard yeah like genetics is the baseboard and you know you can't change that Mm -mm. but how you treat your body is what is going to allow you to live longer yeah that makes sense completely but you also can't choose your environment at times because when if it's you know uh class wise or just not having enough money you know you can't just pack your bags and go okay let me go live in an environment that has better air quality it's hard you can't do that and it's hard to find one that's affordable that has better air quality exactly even just looking at um just the way that things go hand in hand i think i think that it is interesting to see how well you know i was thinking about for myself something i really want to avoid is like bugs or critters in my home Mm -hmm. because i grew up with that but like living in Chicago on the north side of Chicago where we're at specifically in Rogers Park like it's 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 honestly the cheapest area to live in the north side for a reason because some of the houses are older and mm-hmm. like the infrastructure is like weaker and so bugs are easier to get inside yeah. and so like I, it's hard for me to avoid that I, it's a common thing right I, I toured like three different places asked around at like nine different places like every single one of them had little bugs or critters reported whether they have them in the unit or not you yeah. know you can't you can't avoid some things and you know, looking at my family, I went back home and I'm like, damn, we all built the same. We got huge ass, like, bazonker asses. <laughs> like, at, like when I tell you, my family members' asses banging. are so big. They're Everybody's just, it's just, they look like a bug. It's just yes. booty. Like, it's just, it's just, it's just booty, bro. Like, yeah. and then, like, a little stomach for everybody got a matching body, just different, like, ooh, everybody got a matching body, just, like, different. Different fonts. Right, yeah. different fonts. And I'm like, yeah. dang, like, that's going to be me. And, like, I need to control the things that I want so that I don't end up, you know, well, not necessarily don't end up, but do the things that I want to do to get myself on that path. Right. You know? Yeah. And what do you feel like is for, for your environment that you see that maybe you would want to avoid in the future if you could? You know, that's a really good question. My mom was just telling me recently that she – um, it's on Ozempic. Mm-hmm. Oh, my mama on Ozempic too. She got all the, She got diabetes. Oh, not to she has pre-diabetes, and I'm gonna tell you guys this: pre-diabetes is not real. You have diabetes <gasps> because really, yes, because those explain like, that because they 
basically there's a criteria for everything mm-hmm. and how they diagnose it. And it's, I believe that the like sugar level of like, cause you know, they take your blood, sh- you know, your blood and they test the sh- amount of sugar that's been in it for probably like the last three to six months, something like that. And if it's like above, I want to say 150. Yeah. Like that's when they say like pre-diabetes. Okay. And then when you get to like above like 200 to 250, that's diabetes. diabetes. 150 okay. is still pretty high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you is it reversible? Is it reversible? Um we have to do some more research to see if this is reversible. I I think that pre-diabetes it, you know, it's just like okay, you're susceptible to yeah. you know, and that at that point it's not as bad as it could be and I think that that's more so what they're trying to say yeah. about like oh, pre instead of actually having diabetes, but like I was saying, my mom says, you know, she has pre-diabetes and so, you know, all it would really take at this time would for her to, you know, change her eating habits. But my mom is a relatively healthy woman. Like, she's a nurse herself. Um, and so, but she works from home as a case manager. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when she's not at work, you know, before she gets up in the morning, she walks on the treadmill or goes on a walk outside, right? Okay, and so yeah. then, yes. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, to wrap her day up, she might take another little walk. You know, my mom, she does like a few miles a day. Okay. Because she's trying to, you know. She watched her steps. She knows. Exa- she right. watched, my, yeah, right. my mom has watched her steps, I want to say, for probably like the last 10 years. Since you she know? could watch her steps. Since she could watch her, yeah, <laughs> when the phones came out and, you yeah. know, you know, and my mom got that phone, right? You know, because she was definitely late to the iPhone crowd. But, <laughs> I heard that, heard that. But as soon as she could track her steps, she was doing that, you know, because right. as a nurse, she knows. And I think that that's another thing that is like interesting about me being in nursing or anyone who's in nursing. It's like your patients or other people expect you to have like this stellar health because you yeah. know and it's like you think about it and you're like well maybe we should though that's like, a good I've, point i had someone tell me like i hate it when i have a frat nurse oh which is kind of like okay well that's both like but you're in the hospital and you need care from this person so yeah. are we really out here just you know what i'm saying yeah. calling people right right so but i also think at the same time it's like you can't always say based off of someone's appearance what they have going on in their like internal yeah with their health yeah I would because there are all that. sorts of conditions that affect how difficult it is for you to a fat nurse doesn't mean an unhealthy nurse no at all no, no. and i think that sometimes in a, definitely in america we have that like connotation that you know body weight equals my health right mm-hmm. you know and it's like no if you take if your doctor is telling you like i feel like the bmi is a scam. A scam. Oh yeah. no, like it's discriminatory. It's like it's been proven. It has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a BMI over thirty is obese. Oh, it's been proven it's discriminatory. Yes. Yeah. It's racist. Yeah. Okay. Especially oh. for black people because um black people tend to have more dense bones and more oh, dense yeah. muscle. Yes. They're gonna say we dumb for that. Mm-hmm. But no, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely And we got true. bigger booties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got I hate we we pack a little bit. But no, it's, to, it's yeah. true that like how you like how your fat and muscle like distributes around your body. Mm-hmm. Like yes, that might amount to a certain number, but that doesn't necessarily mean that oh you have a like you're at risk for the same yeah. diseases that somebody else is who has the same BMI, if right. that makes sense. I completely yes. see what you're saying cuz I saw my sister's BMI and I was like this seems odd because she looks and she eats and she just is normal. And I'm like, this doesn't, like, it just doesn't feel like it reflects what's really going yeah, on. Yeah, no, it's not accurate at right? all. Right? And also, I was looking at just a couple studies. Because I was like, are 
black women's vaginas and white women's vaginas different? Mm. The answer, simple and difficult answer is yes, very. White women have lactobacillus. It's like the ingredient that they put in yogurt to give you like good vaginal health and yeah, stuff. Like mm-hmm. Right, that's the one that dominates white women's uh, vagina. Mm-hmm. And black women have diverse, diverse ones. So it could really mm-hmm. be a myriad of a couple different things. But because of that, when we get too much lactobacillus, which you would think is helpful, it can like, kind of like throw things off because we're supposed to have a diverse profile so Mm -hmm. like it's like you can never do anything for your vagina but it's like you just have to like attack it differently but there's Mm -hmm. like very little research very little studies and also very little products made for black women because our vaginas are different there's a more diverse profile probably linked back to listening at a bunch of Quora you know answers.com probably linked back to because we're from hot environments where we need a diverse like vaginal flora to keep up with what's going on around us. So like, it's just really interesting to see how like we're treated differently. And also like, maybe I'll never be treated the right way because they're constantly treating me for something that white woman has. And we literally have different vaginas. This also brings to the question, where do mixed people fall in this line? Especially people who mixed people who are mixed with white. I Mm -hmm. always, I'm always curious about that. I'm like, does the black just like because you know we they 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 taught us this socially they never taught us this like uh medically or genetically Genetically, yeah i would say that it probably i mean it's just like any like genetic gamble like genetic gamble right you might get that trade or you might not Mm -hmm. yeah you can never know yeah I, I like to think of anything genetics-wise just like a Punnett square. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. And then, oh, yes, because it just simplifies it. And I know that genetics is really complex. So it I'm like, let me not even take it there. It <laughs> is. Yeah. And just, just for scale, like on a graph, if you look at the yeah. graph, and this is like the lactobacillus, and this is the diverse, there was no white woman in the diverse, but there yeah. were a lot of black women in the lactobacillus. So yeah. it's very possible because we have so much white in our bloodlines, yeah. African-American mm-hmm. women, that we could be lactobacillus dominated. But like white women cannot, like not cannot, yeah. but like they did not pass a certain line on diversity mm-hmm. profile and black women were very far like mm-hmm. the graph was more horizontal than it was vertical because it was so much like mm-hmm. over on the diverse but yeah. i feel like we don't know enough about health yeah. because i feel like all the research that has been done have been white woman or white man dominated so they don't really go to different countries trying to different see, countries yeah you know oh okay is is their health different or right. how do they react to certain medications or how are they behaving? Are they getting cancer? It's mm-hmm. only Western countries and that's And we don't live like everybody else. We we live like a very few. Like yes. nobody really like the way we live, maybe like I would say like a tenth of the earth is able to live like this. Like yes. not very many people. Yes. You know what I mean? Not so. everybody has a computer to no. hop on or, a or go on social studio. media. Yeah. Right. You know, people still have to go find their food. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we realize that because it's not on the news and we're just really oblivious by it. Yeah. So we don't account for those people's selves. We don't. No. We don't. And then I just want to ask, like, what do you think is your biggest plight? What do you think would be the thing that would stop you from having the lifestyle you want? For me, I am really succumbed to juices and candy. Mm-hmm. I love juices and candy. I drink juices all the time. I love candy. I'm always, I love, I just love it. It's so, I love, <laughs> I love candy. Who doesn't love a sweet treat? Like, That's what I'm real. saying. Let's I just, I know. And we're getting a sweet treat after this. After this. Jiggly <laughs> we're getting jiggly pancakes. <laughs> <after this. laughs> but like, I just, I take that stuff in moderation. I make sure not yeah. to get juice when I don't need it because mm-hmm. if I got juice when I wanted it and when, could I, when I could afford it, I would have juice all the time. I would always be with the juice and I'd probably have diabetes in five years because that's just what runs my family and my body is predisposed to get diabetes. Mm-hmm. So I have to be working extra hard against getting diabetes yes. and limiting sugar and other types of sodium intake just so I don't mess up my second level. So, you know, right. that's definitely what I think could undo me. Mm-hmm. My, my addiction to sugar and sweets, I just like sweet stuff. Yeah. I love dessert. I never had that growing up. Mm-hmm. I only started having dessert when I met Elena. Mm-hmm. So that shit is, 
Like I see <laughs> itching for it. Guys. Like I see why people want dessert and can't. Like you know what yes, I mean? Yes. So, no. That's what's going to undo me. What about you? If you think about it, though, I mean the media puts it out like that. Yeah. So humans can be addicted to sugar because sugar is really bad. It is. I mean, sugar's found in fruits and stuff like that, oh, but it's yeah. a different type of sugar. But opium is found in oh little pepper or poppy seed plants. You know, mm-hmm. everything's good in a moderate. <laughs> exactly. Everything, <laughs> everything's good in a moderated amount. Right. Know? But the difference is with our foods, the the process is different. Mm. So the sugar's found found in an apple is not going to be the same sugar found in Skittles. No, it's made up sugar, basically. It's, it's sucrose. Yeah, it's yeah. lab sugar. It's lab filled sugar. with all kind of different things that we really should not be consuming. That's why I'd be thinking, oh, zero sugar is so much better. Fuck. No. no it has a you whole don't bunch even of know other now. chemicals that you don't even know what will do to your body. And you just kind of have to moderate that. Like yeah. Splenda. Splenda, I'm pretty, I don't know if the researchers really came to a conclusion, but they said that it, you know, causes cancer. Mm. Or, wow. yeah. I think it's the amount and also the way they process it. Because mm-hmm. the little leaf that Splenda comes from, the, I think it's called so a stevia leaf. Yeah, stevia. I actually did a project growing stevia leaves in a lab at Loyola. It was really, really fun. We were trying oh. to see if different, like, levels of, like, soil and uh, oxygen and different types of, things would affect the stevia plant we yeah. didn't grow a single stevia plant not a oh, single no. one but it was a really cool plant to research because it's just so sweet and we got to taste it and stuff oh, yeah. it's just so sweet yeah. like i don't know no it's definitely a good thing but yeah but we process it exactly and i feel that um the marketing through all of the media makes us want to have a sweet treat or go get coffee like black coffee is mm. good for you right but when you put milk and you put syrups mm. then it becomes not good for you so i feel that um our government wants us to behave that way because then they provide a solution Mm -hmm. say hey okay here's medication that you can take but Mm -hmm. you also have to buy it yeah so it's just profiting off of all of trying to make a problem so they can solve a problem yes and so what do you think would undo you minus sugar I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love sugar too. Come I on. love me a lavender latte. You, you know, do. and the lavender lattes out here are like seven, eight dollars, and they're like seven, eight hundred calories. Some hoes are dense. Okay, hey, it's they be not putting, that much. They guys. be putting it's the pumps and they be putting the sugar no, in the cream. True. The way I get it, I be like in an extra. Yeah, put some sweet cream on the top. <laughs> sweet <laughs> foam, sweet cream foam. Yes. Okay. I'm so glad I don't gotta go to Starbucks no more and do that complicated shit. And I can just talk to the normal yeah, fucking guys, barista. Make sure you don't go to Starbucks, don't go to Starbucks anymore. Why are you there's, even? If you're supposed to be in Chicago, there's so many mom and pop coffee shops like too many to there's one on every block yeah i've been also i've been making coffee at home in here there's a coffee machine there's a keurig we have vanilla coffee and vanilla creamer and Mm. like sugar it's almost like and if you just like like blend up the right little foam that's sweet foam foam. it is nice like honestly it's really nice not going to starbucks it was money that it was a it was an expense they created drink expense coffee expense to make you feel like you have it's convenience there's like we already knew this but like the taxes and Illinois and Chicago, Ooh, terrible. And so they're like heavily taxed. Starbucks is heavily. Taxed. Oh, was it really? Yes. Yes. There's like a, a sugar <laughs> drink tax. There's a city tax. There's a what? state there's tax. A um, there's a county tax. tax. Yes. No. When I go back to Ohio and I got Starbucks compared to when I come here, first like, off, I say fifty bucks. No. Uh, Almost, <laughs> because if I go to um, an Ohio Starbucks, it'll say, okay, like the drink is already cheaper mm-hmm. than the market price mm-hmm. in Chicago. Yeah. Plus, Ohio tax, I think it's like seven and a there's, half percent. And then there's no Chicago there's, tax. Right. Yeah. And technically, there's no food tax. Mm-hmm. I don't exactly. think in Ohio there's either. No Illinois, tax. we have food tax. What? What do you Bro, mean? wait. It's yes. because there's like the government food. sees like all these different companies like Uber and mm-hmm. whatever.
whatever other businesses are making money, they're like, we want a piece of that. And because yes. people come to Chicago to make and spend money and then go exactly. back home. Exactly. Hour or exactly. hours so away. Like, I was in Gary and well. I was like, this is actually not that far. Like, I yeah. can work here. Like, I no. can work in Chicago and live in Gary. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like a 30, 40 minute Oh, drive. people do that all the time. That's I, why there's I can so tell. much traffic. I can tell. Yeah. And so that's why I'm like, I see why they my hike things up in Chicago. worked in Chicago for 20 years. And she lived in Gary? Oh. My grandma never learned how to drive. Your grandma drove? Yes. My, she, well, she would take the train, but yeah, my Got grandma can, you. can drive. Yeah. My grandma yeah. can't drive. Yeah, my grandma. I mean, she can. That, but that's like, why I was like, your grandma shouldn't. can drive because a lot of grandmas can't drive. Your grandma. <laughs> like, oh, like, she hey, she I don't really even know drive. who taught her how to drive, though, because she came mm-hmm. to America. And I think my grandpa might have taught her to oh, drive. Okay. But yeah, she surely should not be getting behind. She, she respectfully. Be on the I, I love you, license. grandma. I love you, take grandma. Her license away. And my mom got to take her everywhere. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, well. But I feel like as you, after you get a certain age, you need somebody who's there to take you yes. everywhere. Period. Yeah. But not everybody has that. That's the problem. And that's the sad part. And that's why you uh, need to have yeah. a kid that cares. Exactly. Yes. And I, oh my goodness. And my mom and I were just talking about that because, you know, at this point, you know, Thanksgiving has just passed. And mm-hmm. my mom said to me and my sister, like, I am definitely like gonna start making a point to let you guys know how i am here for you and how much i support you because Mm -hmm. you know as you get older you don't want to feel like your kids don't care about you or that you didn't do your due diligence as a right. parent to for them to care about what you do or mm-hmm. yeah. to care and about what push happens you away. to you. Yeah, especially as an older adult where you need help, where you yeah. you know might not be able to do everything on your own or it's easier right. if yeah. someone's there to help you out, you know? Yeah. It is. Yeah, I'm glad that she's trying to be like, I'm going to be there for you because I want you to be there for me too. Yeah, right. reciprocal, it's a win-win. This is a reciprocal yes, a relationship. Win-win. No, definitely. And I think it's been a long time coming because my right. mom cares for all of us. but Can't no, have that talk. Yeah, but no person is perfect. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I always see this thing where it's like, it's your parents' first time being a person too. So it's like, and being a parent as well. Like they're right. not going to, you know, have known the perfect way to have done anything. But I think that like my mom, time and time again like demonstrates growth and like want to like have our relation be strong mm-hmm. you know and I really appreciate that since you know I'm trying to oh, you know we love you mama Jada yeah I yes yeah, I'm like you know progressing with my adult life like you it's love nice her. Yeah. I love her and it's nice to have her support on things it's mm-hmm. nice you know to feel like she feels like I have good intuition I can you know make good decisions on my own like that that's a really good feeling because I trust her I trust yeah. her decision making skills I, and yeah. when she asked me for my advice on things I'm like oh you like wait it's wait me right. <laughs> hey. you want to know what I think like yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. okay I'll tell you so that's you know I feel that, the same way about my mom too. Yeah, you know she's like my entire life. I'm her entire life. Yeah, real. So, Especially you know. being an only child. Looking yeah. in the mirror for real. No, oh, it's yeah. it's bad. Yeah. Well, you know she's a little short, but uh, <laughs> we're looking down. down. <laughs> hey, mom. Yeah. Love no, but that's really how it is. You know, you look at your mommy like, damn, I really have to love you till the day I die. Like, no matter if you're yeah, alive or not. Because you made like, me. Like you yeah. carried me for nine yeah. months. Yeah. You know, like you? I'll think about you five ever. Like five literally, ever. like you're the most important person in my life. And that's why everybody's always like, it's my mom, my mom, my mom. Like, if you don't like your mom, like, she must have done something, like, really, really, really bad. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, it's it's just a general thought that you want to like your mom. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you do. Like, people want to like their mom. So yes. I'm glad that you're able to forge this relationship and she's able to not reestablish but open up a, a chain. You know? Yeah. To I mean, I think that that sets me and my sisters up well as we, like, mm-hmm. you know, have our own families. Like, okay. Yeah. You know, because that's, like, our first. That's your grandma. <laughs> yeah, your grandma. Exactly. <laughs> your grandma, baby. Your grandma. <laughs> but no, for real though. Like, I think that it's it's nice for your parents to set the tone. Yeah. Of, like, yeah. this is how we treat our children. You know, yeah. we treat them with care. We treat them with love. Yeah.
you know, with understanding. I love it. Well, thank you guys for coming on today. This has been such a good time. And thank you guys for listening. So now you're going to hear our song of the week, Penthouse Cloud, which is the song you love by the internet. Thanks, guys.